Yo. Hi. Hey, I, I know you're married and everything, so it's probably different for you. Because I'm alone a lot. You're probably not. Yeah. But do you ever eat a meal and then take your shirt off when you're eating it? You know what? This is the weirdest thing. Because I've thought about this for years. You saying this before it was very disturbing to me. Like, what, why do you why do you do that? Why is that a question? Are you still eating on cardboard? Are you still like ripping off a part of a cardboard box and <laughs> your meal on that? Well, I, if you don't want to wash I mean, what your kind plate, of a plate, are you? I mean, honestly, like, what you have? I mean, you're a thirty-five year old man now. It's like, what kind of man? I, you, you, I mean, you honestly cannot eat. You, you can't trust yourself not to spill on your shirt. You have to take your shirt off when you eat. No, I, I've never done that. I never do that when I'm alone. I've, I've never taken my shirt off to eat. No. <laughs> and the fact that you do it is it, it's uh, that's that's very alarming to me that you have to take your shirt off to eat. Like you don't trust yourself not to dirty your shirt. But it's not about like spilling on the shirt. It's about if you're eating something, well, the scent from the the food gets onto your shirt. No, because well, I remember last time that we did this conversation a few years ago. It was about making a mess on the shirt. Well, you no, now make, now it's different. I, I think on your shirt, and you had to take your shirt off to eat. The weirdest thing ever. Well, no, I think I have very sensitive smell, and I could smell well, everything. So, with that argument, that don't you have to take a shower after you eat? Well, sometimes, yeah. What are you eating? Are you just eating like straight, like uh, Thai food or <laughs> chili oil? I mean, what is it? <laughs> no, I had portillos, which is delicious. And you know, you get the Maxwell right. Street Polish, and that smell. I think I just have a very sensitive nose. I think yeah, that's the that's, problem. See, that that smell that that comes that's more like your breath will smell like the Polish sausage, not your chest. No, if you smell your clothes afterwards, for instance, I smell. If you eat, if you eat in a Portillo's, it's different. No, if you eat Portillo's and you have it right by you, you know, in front of you, the smell is going to be on you. Maybe you can. Maybe you yeah. have. Maybe you have a dead nose or something. No, I don't have a dead nose, but I mean, it's just not. It's not normal that people take their clothes off to eat. That's not normal behavior. It's just not. That's not normal at all. Well, I was doing that. The reason why I'm asking is because I, I did it the other day, and it's it's actually quite I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah, why why do you enjoy it? I mean, what's the difference? If you why do you need a shirt on when you eat so bad? Well, why well, just do it then? I, I no, I'm saying why do you need a shirt so bad? Well, I mean, I don't know why. It's just, it's, it just seems inappropriate to like have to strip down to eat. That's just weird. <laughs> it's weird to me. But it's not like I do it on purpose. It's, it's sometimes if you're like, oh, man, I don't want to have to change my shirt, I'm going to take it off now and then put it back on. I mean, a few years ago, your whole thing was how you, when you eat, you would take your clothes off and then you would eat on cardboard. Well, I do that you to save plates. You would have to wash plate, so you would actually, you, what you do, what Abe had, you had all these cardboard boxes and you would just tear people No, off. I didn't have, no, it's not right. You tear your food. Yes, you did. I've seen it. <laughs> I didn't have. of your cardboard plate. I didn't have like a huge piece of cardboard laying on the ground and then I'd rip a piece off as a plate. A box top and he would just smash all the food on the cardboard <laughs> and then eat it with his hands. No, that's not true. If it's not? Eat, eat it with my hands. Didn't, isn't that, didn't you smash it all and then just eat it like with your hands? <laughs> smash it. I don't know. Why would I smash it? Well, why would you not wear a shirt? Why would you not use a plate? I mean... Well, if you have a container that it comes in, like a pizza box, you could, sure, you could eat off the pizza box. I'm talking about, like, a, just a regular cardboard box you may have gotten shipped from Amazon. <laughs> I don't do that. Yes, you did. You did do that. You did do that. And you were bragging. You were so proud of it, you tweeted it out. I remember this. This was years ago. We had a discussion about it. <laughs> you tweeted out a picture of bragging about how you don't use plates and how you don't use cardboard. <laughs> you did that, yes. But I wouldn't lay food on dirty cardboard. Well, no, actually, that's not true. Maybe you the did. wrapper is on the cardboard or something. Well. You did it. Are you depressed that the Big Mac creator died at 99? <clears throat> I didn't know that, but that is sad. I do like a good Big Mac. It is it is quality, right? Like no matter, and that's another thing. If you eat a Big Mac, you, you better take your shirt off. No, you better not. I mean, I've I've never taken my shirt off to eat a Big Mac, and I've eaten plenty of Big Mac.
Well, you smell what that. if you're in a McDonald's? You just strip down into McDonald's? No, I said if you're at home. If no Why? one's around. Just well, because now, you're more... Now, now, now you're... Is it because of the mask? Yeah, like, have oh. you ever... You've, we've talked about this now, before. Now you're saying it's the mask. Before you were saying it's the smell. It is partially the smell and partially the mess. It is not hard to get a Big Mac over a table or even on your lap on a plate without making a mess. See, you don't I realize mean, it, a- but the smell comes off what you're eating and onto you, but you don't care, I guess. <laughs> well, then it's everything because a Big Mac doesn't have a distinct smell, okay? so It doesn't? Well, I mean, everything smells, but if no one's like, oh, man, you must be eating Big Mac. <laughs> you can't tell. There's nothing about a Big Mac that really stands out. If you go to a Mexican it's, restaurant, you're going to tell me you don't come out of there smelling? If you're in a restaurant, some restaurants, yes, you come out smelling like the restaurant. The, the best example I have is there's a place here in Chicago called Gay House Cafe. It's a fondue restaurant. It's in a, it's in like a uh, ground, like a uh, garden level restaurant, and it's the strongest smelling restaurant I've ever been to. When you walk out of that place, you're you smell like that place for two days. But that's inside the restaurant. I mean, everyone's cooking on their own table, on the table, it's fondue. That's different, but you still wear your clothes, and then you, when you get home, what you do is you take the clothes and you wash them. Oh, okay. When you bring clothes <laughs> home, you, you're not in a restaurant environment. There's not a hot kitchen in the back, and, you know, waiters and waitresses walking on food all day. I mean, if you're at home with a Big Mac, you're not going to smell like the Big Mac. You're just not. So if Unless- you you the Big Mac on your body. So if you went to that restaurant, could you take your shirt off in the restaurant? I No, I've never done that. I've never seen anybody do that. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of, you're, you are like, you are truly an animal. <laughs> but you don't trust yourself to eat a Big Mac with, with a shirt on. Well, like, for instance, I had Chipotle today. I got a burrito. And I was eating it over the, you know how they give you that, that silver, like that big, like that big circular tray? And you Chipotle- mean the tin that it's in? What's that? Oh, you mean the, like, you were at Chipotle? Now. Yeah, I was eating there. Yeah, yeah. And I had the basket. Yeah, so the, the, they have like circular trays, yeah. Yeah, so I was eating over Aluminum it. Aluminum trays. I was eating over it. I took a bite out of the burrito, and it all squirted out all over my uh, sweatshirt. So there goes that now. So now I have to. I mean, I, but, I mean once in a while you're going to make a mess. I mean, everyone does, but you should be making a mess every single meal. Okay, but if I had no shirt on, then I wouldn't have to wash that. I, I don't like having to wash things for no reason. Well, you have to wash clothes on a regular basis anyway. I know, but it's just you annoying. You only wash clothes when you spill food on them? Yeah, but see, now I... Okay, let me ask you this. If you... And you probably don't even care. When you spill food on your shirt, do you just wipe it off and continue living on? Or do you change your shirt? Well, I change my shirt. If I'm out, I mean, what do I do? If I'm out, I have to just live with it until I get home. From home, I change my shirt. I don't make. I don't spill my shirt a lot. Okay, so if I was out, I'd probably have to leave. Well, you have you have a serious complex. I mean, I don't. I just don't like the you smell have, of food. You have a vanity complex. <laughs> you do. I just don't like the. I don't like smells everywhere. Like on my hands. I don't. I don't like eating. And then, do you like having your hand? You probably don't even care, right? If you're at Chipotle, your hands just no, smell I like Chipotle why, all day. Why is that? Do, why, why? Why do you have to go to the polar end? Why does that have to either be you take your shirt off or you don't care? Yes, I care. But if I'm eating, it's not killing me that my hand smells like a burrito. And then when I'm done, I wash my hands. It's, it's not that hard. I don't know. I could always. I could. I could smell something for a long time. Maybe that's why I notice when other people smell all the time. Maybe you should only eat, like, space food out of tubes. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, that's why I do love watermelon, because there's no smell. It leaves you it leaves you very refreshed. Your mouth is cooled down. Like, there's nothing better. Better right, than then just eat watermelon and then you solve your issue. I might do that. Now, that's a much messier meal than a Big Mac. Not if you eat it in cubes like I do. Like, you eat watermelon straight off the skin, right? Off well, the no, yeah, I, I know you don't, you don't like to cut up your own. You don't like to prepare anything, so you have to always buy everything at four <laughs> times the rate. Like, pre-cut, like, veggie. Yeah, I don't know if you even eat vegetables, but if you eat, like, a fruit, you have to buy it pre-cut. <laughs> Will you even eat a banana? Do you have to have the banana sliced up for you? <laughs> <laughs> 
But you eat, you eat the watermelon like the way they do it on cartoons, right? You eat the triangle. I don't eat a lot of watermelon. I mean, if I if I eat, but it, I've seen you eat it where you hold the skin. A... Well, I do what? Like you eat it in a triangle. I always see you holding the skin and eating it with the skin. You don't always see me do because I don't always eat watermelon. I probably had watermelon twice in the last year. But I've you seen don't always see me with watermelon. But every time I've seen you eat watermelon, you always eat it the way they do on TV. Like you're holding that piece of skin at the bottom. Well, and... I mean that's. The... That's the typical way. Everyone doesn't buy it pre-prepared. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's Everyone why. That's why it, you slop yourself up. If you would cut I didn't it, say I do. I'm saying it, it's it's a messier it's a it's a messier item to eat than a Big Mac. I guess unless you spend nine dollars for an eight ounce box of watermelon <laughs> cubes. It's I'll, five. It's five dollars. Five dollars to get a massive watermelon and have it for a month. <laughs> You ever notice there's things that are impressive when you're a baby and then they're impressive again when you're old, like finishing your meal? Like if you're like 80, everyone's like, oh, you finished. I can't believe you finished. Oh, you ate so much today. Look at Roy. He really finished his meal. Yeah. (laughs) Roy ate a lot of turkey today. (sighs) I was hungry. Well, if you're old and sick, yeah, I mean, because people are taking care of you and they're trying to encourage you. But there's a lot of things that when you're a baby and then when you're old, like it kind of, it's it's almost like you revert back to being a baby when you get of old. Of course. You don't revert back to being a baby, but you revert back to a state of needing care. Doesn't that suck, though? And Well, I mean, it's just, you're just old. I mean, it's 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 just part of life. Wouldn't you almost rather go out on top like Jim Morrison? Not young like Jim Morrison, but I'm saying. Like Jim Morrison? Not that young, but I'm saying. Is that what you just said? Yeah. seven. Let's... Of a drug overdose in a bathtub of his own vomit. <laughs> is, that, is that really going on on top? <laughs> I mean, the only next step down is Kurt Cobain. I mean, that's not just because you go out as a cool rocker doesn't mean you went out on top. If you die at 27 of a, you know, overdose in a tub, that definitely is not on top. <laughs> just for the record. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I... I, I, I I don't know what you're saying. I, I, I see where you're going with it. I don't understand the rationale. I'm just thinking about I don't want to be cared for like that. Well, then you're going to have to have an overdose soon because, I mean, <laughs> that's what happens to get old. You can't stop aging. You well, will you, get old and need care at some point. But you know who would have to take care and of me? It would be someone like you. I might be dead. It might be just some stranger in an in a, in a old folks home, but you don't know. I'm older than you by a year. So if you're old and sick, I might be old and sick. Who knows? I mean, well, actually, maybe not. I mean, chances are you're going to be, you'll probably degrade faster than I will. <laughs> the way you treat yourself. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you're not, you, you don't have a lot of respect for you know, old folks. Uh, are, what? I don't understand. I, I, I are mean, you kidding me? But to say something like I that. I respect old, no, old. No, I'm saying it would. So, no, I I, no, no, no. I'm saying. Like, wait, hang on, Sam. Know. Wait, hang on. You can't I say that about me. I've, I've, I'm always standing up for the old folks. I'm just saying it would suck to yeah, be but old. Yeah, said it sucks to be old. And it does. Think about it. It sucks. But what are they going to do about it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'd like to go out on top. I mean, when you're old, you're old. I know. What are you when gonna you get, do? You're going to just decide you want to be thirty again? Thank God I gamble. Put put it that way. What does that mean? That means I'll have something to do when I'm old. What if you have no money? I'll have I'll have Social Security coming in. Is that your is that your dream to get <laughs> a phone with your Social Security check? I was playing poker with this old man last week, and he was like eighty or something. He was awesome. That's what I'm going to be. I think. Oh well. There's a there's a real great goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean honestly, what would you rather do when you're old? Would you because re- I okay so I Not play poker. Well, hang I on, hang like- on. So I I don't do a lot of walking, but I I did some walking the other day because I had to drop my car off at the dealership and then wa- walk home and then go back and pick it up later, whatever. So when I was walking, I saw through the window this old woman sitting on a chair by herself with white hair, with like a. Okay. Uh, like a bib around her neck or something, whatever it was, something around her neck. And I'm like, man, okay. if that's what it looked like, it looked like a bib or like a, uh, 
a towel or some. She had something around her neck. I don't know what it was, but she was sitting there by herself. I don't know if the TV was on or what, but she was just sitting in the room. Then when I played poker with that old guy, I'm like, this is a way better life. The old man who plays poker or the old lady who sits in the chair alone. What would you rather be? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll see how I feel at 85. I mean, I'll see if I want to, if I'm still here, I'll see if I want to go to the casino with all the low lights <laughs> or if I want to sit at home alone and be depressed. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, well, yeah. You, just, you just explained it. Sit home and be depressed or go to the casino. It's, it's an easy answer. But that, that's the implication, right? I mean, that's the implication that she's home alone and he's out there at the casino living it up with all the scumbags. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather live it up? Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. How, you know, it's, maybe at 85, I won't want to. I mean, who knows how I'll feel? I'll tell you this, too. I'm not guy- going to assume that I'm just going to be so excited to get paid at the fucking casino. The guy was playing like an asshole, too, which was <laughs> a prick. But it was awesome. It was, it's all, I like seeing those old guys because they always tell jokes and wink. Yeah. And And you know they take a liking to you when they start exclusively telling you the jokes. And they're always disgusted by other people at the table, like slobs and stuff. Yeah, that's great. Like, anytime someone who's really obese sits down, take a look at the face on the old guy sitting at the table. He just can't help it. He makes the most disgusted look on his face. Ugh. They're always like, what a disgrace. (laughs) And then you see see the slob sit down with, with all his rolls everywhere, just, like, heavy breathing. You know what's funny? Okay, speaking of slobs at the poker table, I was playing poker, and this slob sat next to me, and he kept going like this. Uh, oh, excuse me. And he was burping. Like, it sound, the burp sounded like... Did you, they, did you just burp on command? Uh, 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 yeah, I could do that. Is, that. is that impressive to you? Um, I guess in one... But this slob sits next to me, and he kept going, oh, excuse me. And they were disgusting, and it smelled for like like 30 seconds after yeah. he would burp. When you're a slob, shouldn't you go out of your way not to do that? Well, I mean, you're at the casino. I mean, why even care at that point? But, like, he, he's just burping. He's burping, and, and, and it's just, like, coming out of him. Like, you know those people who fart, and they don't realize they're farting? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have some weird standards, like something. You should, okay. you should, if you're, if don't you're, if 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 who, oh, if you're a slob, you can't do it, okay. You know, but if you're a slob, shouldn't you go out of your way not to do that? Like, you should be very polite, trying to be very, you know, pristine well, around other people. you know you're a slob. I mean, you know, isn't that a relative term? But he's like, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Don't even apologize. You've been, you've been doing it for two minutes here, too. It's like, I know, but these aren't real burps. No, those are real burps. You're forcing them. No, but it's different. These were coming from deep inside of his stomach. And this was the day after Thanksgiving or two days after Thanksgiving where you know that he ate everything. And he was just going crazy. When, when, you're, when, you're, when your whole observation of human behavior is what happens at the casino, that's maybe a sign you're at the casino too much. When what? Because this, I said when, when all of your observations about human behavior are, take place in the casino, maybe you should get out of the casino and, like, <laughs> you know, that's where I get evaluate. All my- I mean, man, because everything is like, well, because I was at the casino and because at the casino I met. <laughs> That's where I get my best observations. Yeah. There was a, speaking of the casino, there was a guy. God. There, there was a dealer. Okay, we listen. So he looked, he looked like he was at least 55, okay? I'll, I'll text you the picture. I took a picture of him because we're, we're playing, right? And he goes... Let's go, kids. And then the guy next to him started giggling. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, we're all kids at heart, right? Ha, ha, ha. He goes, I might be 35 years old, but I have a 10-year-old at home. We're all kids at heart, aren't we? 
And then he and he looked. I mean, he's thirty five, so he's my age. He looked like he was in his fifties. Let me text yeah. you a picture, Sam. He looked old as fuck. Just please don't tweet this out. I mean, it's no. I'm not going to tweet it out. Okay. But I, I I illegally took a pic. Well, not illegally, but I took a picture. Yeah, don't tweet out a picture of. I mean, you don't want to lose your status over there at the casino. But he's like, he's like, you guys might be shocked to know that I'm 35 years old. I'm like, yeah, I thought you were 50. Look at this. He fuck. said that. Yeah, he, he, that's what he said. No, but you said uh, I thought you were 50. Oh, I didn't say that. Look at this guy, Sam. I'm still waiting to receive. Take a look at this. He looks like um. I'm trying to compare him to someone. He looks like um, like Jared from Subway, only heavier, old as fuck, like at least fifty. You won't believe this, but I'm 35 years old. I have a kid at home. Oh shit! I thought you were a grandfather. Too bad. Well, I mean, some people age faster than others. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's. He looks old. I mean, that's surprising. That's too bad. But we look pretty young, I think, for our age. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Again, your vanity here. Oh, you, so you're, you, you'd you rather look like that? No, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, let's not get down on the guy because he looks like he's 60. I mean, he does look old, but, I mean, that's, you know, you're going to age a lot in a year. I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, but I wouldn't be like, hey, everyone, you might be shocked to know that I'm 35. I know, but let's not get down on people because of how they look. But he was bragging like he looked good. Yeah, but I mean, you know, people do that. I mean, a lot of people, you know, feel like they need some positive reassurance to that. I mean, I've seen you do stuff like that about things. You've seen me do stuff like that? Sure. Like what? I don't know. I remember, like, you had this, this coat and, like, remember this coat you were like all you did for like two months we did episodes on the another network uh what serious yeah what are you david letterman yeah. back we worked at another network I, I mean you talked about this coat for like two months i remember this and you're like oh yeah this person loved it and this person what coat was it the dark the dark night jacket you're talking about yeah they called you called it the dark night jacket that was awesome well, I mean, yeah, it was fun. I'm just saying, it's so, like, you kept making it a point how great it was and how everyone loved it. You know, and it's like, what are we going to say? Like, not as cool as you think it is? Or... Oh. And I didn't say, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's like, you needed to keep reminding yourself how great it was and how <laughs> you did it for, and I'm not trying to be insulting, I'm just saying. Oh, you're not? No, I'm really not. I mean, it was a fun, it was a decent boat. But yeah. I'm saying you talked about the cult for months. I did. Yeah, like this woman came up to me, asked about it, and she was really, really like chill sounding around you like, did you like the coat I was wearing? Oh, like, yeah, Jill Sonnen did like it. What's he going to say? No, I didn't like it. He came coat. up. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. He let came. Me, ask a question. Let, let, let me see. When you ask a question like that, though. I didn't ask so, a question. So, so, I didn't ask. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. But that dealer, said, you'd be surprised I'm 35. What if people were to say, no, I bet you were 60? No, but but then they're going to agree. They're going to agree out of um, just uh, general nicety, just being a decent. Yeah, that's what I did. I just nodded when I should have said. Feel better about themselves because they're asking a question that they're probably looking to get positive affirmation. That's like a lot of women. uh, You see a lot of like these, like uh, yeah, when they ask how old do you think I am, and then you're like oh fifty two, but she's only like forty one. Twitter, like, can you believe I'm, you know, 30 today? And it's like, everyone's like, no, I can't. And it's like, maybe you look at it and you don't, but it's like, the fact you have to ask the question tells me you're questioning it, and you want everyone to tell you that it's not what you might think it is. Yeah, but with the Chael Sonnen thing, I was at a UFC press conference. I was talking to him. He approached me and said, that's a cool jacket. I didn't say, mm-hmm. hey, Chael, what do you think of this jacket? Why would I ask an MMA fighter, hey, what do well, you think I, of this jacket? I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if you asked him. <laughs> given the track record of how you were acting with that code. <laughs> what happened to that code, by the way? I, I, I have it. Code. I have it. Why don't you wear it anymore? Uh, it's, it's, it's like 45 or 50 pounds. 
not 45 or 50 It's heavy pounds. as fuck. It's not 50 pounds. Hang on. I think I have it. Let me take a look. Hang that's on. Like the, that's like hang the on. weight of an Sam, eight. Sam, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. All right. You hear that, Sam? No, I don't hear it. I got it. It's right here. Do you want me to wear it next time we hang out? Yeah, please do. <laughs> you obviously like it, but you still remembered it. No, I, 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 I mean, I, I, it's, it was okay. I mean, I just, I remember. Oh, so you do like it? Talked about it. I don't. I didn't like it as much as you did. I, I wouldn't have wore it. I mean, it's not my style. But. But if you said it's okay, so that means you wouldn't even say if if you say something's okay, that means you like it because you would just say it sucks if you didn't. Well, I think it was overrated. Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, I think it was. I think it was overrated. <laughs> <laughs> You acted like it was the end-all coat, like the coat that was going to take you to another level. Of, <laughs> it was just, it was just a jacket. That's all it was. And yeah, so it was, it was a fine. It was probably a decent coat, but the way you acted about it made everybody. <laughs> it is cold. You ruined that coat. I've actually moved on to different coats. Yeah, but not, no coat to talk about anymore. I mean, that's the thing. I don't even know what kind of coat you wear because you don't talk about it. I mean, that's how it's You talk about that coat so much that everybody knew the coat. I mean, you were synonymous with the dark night coat. I don't know why you call it, call it a dark Because it looks like, it looks like I mean, Batman's outfit. I don't yourself to Batman's level with that coat. The dark night coat. Because it had, like, abs in it. And it had, like, it looked like it had dark. It looked like the dark night costume. That's why I called it that. I want to see that coat again. Wear that coat. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm never gonna wear it around you. Why if not? I, if I walk in with that, what's wrong with it? Now you're embarrassed of it. That'd be like if you walked in with your Von Dutch hat that you used to wear every day. You know, why, why are you being insulting now? I didn't. Now you're just trying to be insulting. Wait, you didn't wear a Von Dutch hat? I did when it was in style, and I, I'm not proud of that. But I think <laughs> we all had fashion faux pas. That's just the way it is. Some things don't age as well as others. Well, this but isn't I'm a fashion faux pas. I'm not talking to Chill Sonnen about how awesome it is. Do you want the jacket? It, it's done, and that's it. Do you want the jacket? No, not at all. I'll get, if you want it, I'll give it to you. I don't want it. Never. I'll never wear it. <laughs> <laughs> what, that's what? the problem with you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to walk a fine line. Because you, you think you're Batman with it. Like, you put yourself on Batman's level. Or it's There's no middle ground. Well, I said it looks like the Dark Knight. That's what everyone called it. They said, oh, you look like the Dark Knight. No, you called it that. Nobody else called it that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let me I mean, ask you. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'll tell you what, honestly. I think one day you're going to be president. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you, well, you honestly, wait, hang on. Sam, you're joking? Trump. Wait, hang on. You're joking, but it is possible. It's been proven that it is, it possible, is possible now for me to be president. It is possible. You and Trump, you, you remind me so much of you should like Trump. I, I know you don't, but I mean, you should respect the fact that Trump has become president with your method. <laughs> it's going to show that the way you operate could be, could take it to the highest office of the world. You could become the leader of the free world. You understand that, right? I mean, I should become should president. Look, you should look at Trump as an inspiration. <laughs> but I don't know who, who started. Who, who, you first or was Trump? Who was doing this first? <laughs> yeah, Trump stole my gig. Have you been? Have you been? Have you been to one of those cabinet meetings? Has he called you yet? Not yet, but he did have a meeting set up with Gary Busey when when he was supposed to call me. Okay. I think Little John, Brett Michaels, and Gary Busey. I could even see you with that hair one day. <laughs> it's what is it you who always says that he's three hundred pounds about Trump? <laughs> he's, he is. He's a it's funny you say that because I was he he was waiting. Okay, well, first of all, there's a picture of him where it's it's just all like he has like the one of the biggest turkey necks you'll ever see. Yeah, but I was really noticing how fat he was when he was standing on the steps, like greeting people for his cabinet, and you they had like the side profile of him. Yeah, he's fat. Like he has a fat ass gut. He's I mean, he's big. He's, he's, 
And he, he's a 70-year-old orange man who weighs 300 pounds and eats fast food every day. I mean, that's going to <laughs> Like, as the president now, he's going to be the president. But he's fatter now he, since he became president. He, he needs to stay alive. I mean, and the odds of a guy, I mean, I'm just saying, the odds of a guy in that shape, at that age, eating the way he does, the odds of him lasting eight years are probably low. Probably less than 50%. I don't think he's going to go eight years. You don't? I don't think so. I think four years. Why not? Oh, you're sure of that now? I'm, no, 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 no. He's going to lose. I'm not sure of it. I, I just, I don't know. We'll we'll see what he does. But I, I, I don't think he's going to be in there eight years. Well, that's that. Hopefully for you, he does go eight because that gives you more time to set your. I mean, because you're you're a little too young to run that. <laughs> but that gives you eight years to, you know, learn. Could you imagine all the audio coming out from this podcast every week in, in the campaigns? Abe Cannon oh, said this. It wouldn't even matter. That's the thing. That's the thing. Imagine anybody else except uh, a, 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 is it a Trumpian or a Trumpite. Because when you, when you live like Trump or like Abe Cannon, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore what you say. The standard is different. Like, Trump said so many things. He said things almost on a daily basis and, and, and did things that would have disqualified any other candidate. <laughs> but if you're Abe Cannon or you're Trump, you get away with those kinds of things. Wait, wait, what, wait how, what do you mean I get What, what have I gotten away with? That, that normal I'm saying you, but you, you, if you're running for president, you can't. If you, if you operate like Trump or like someone like you or like the Trump people like that, <laughs> you get away with these. They, apparently, the media sets a different standard. Like Trump got away with so many things this cycle that nobody else would have gotten away with. And I feel like you could do the same thing. So you don't have to worry about what what you've said in the past or what you've done. And, and the good thing you know, is I haven't even done anything fucked up. Like, I've never raped women like Trump's been accused of. There's no audio. We don't, meet. Know, we don't know that Trump raped women. Let's no, I, what did I just say? What he's been accused of. Yeah. And I've never been on tape talking about, you know, you could just grab their pussies. And, so, well, maybe you mean that Batman seen that. I can't say for sure you said that, but I can't. I also can't say for certain that you didn't say things like that. <laughs> I am on tape, however, talking about how I take my shirt off when I eat. You know, you know they'd have a yeah, field I mean, day with that. Do you want yeah. this slot? And they would find a picture of me looking like the biggest slot. They'd find the most sloppy looking picture they could find of me. You, you just gotta hope that Hillary runs again. If Hillary happens to run again and you run against her, you'll, you will have a legit chance, <laughs> no matter what you said. You will have a very legit chance of winning. Do you think Hillary could ever, like, shouldn't she just, like, stay in her room for the rest of her life now? Like, how could she, she must be so humiliated. Because now now we know that Trump won, right? But before Trump won, we, we didn't really think there was a chance. And she must. I was telling people weeks before the election that I thought Trump was going to happen. But I kept convincing myself that it wasn't going to happen. But I, I had this sneaky feeling it was going to happen. But if you're Hillary, though, your whole life you want to be president. You had what looked like at the time, when, when it first started, of course, at the yeah. end, it was way different. When it first started, it looked like she had the easiest path ever to the White House. Right. Because it looked like when, when Donald Trump first started campaigning, it was going to be like 60, 35 Hillary, you know, 5% well, for the, much, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, look, it, it looked like look, it was going to be a yeah, landslide. It, was, it, was, it wasn't looking good. She must be so humiliated. There's a video of her after she did her speech about losing. And all her supporters were there. TMZ was there. She was hugging them. And she goes, who would have known? And she had this real sad look on her face. But she thought she was so confident and arrogant. I mean, it's hard to lose the presidency, I'm sure, no matter who you are. But to lose to Donald Trump is probably probably five times worse. To be responsible for having what could could make us a joke as a country. It, It already has. Could be the worst. I mean, I'm not saying for sure because you got to. We don't know what he's going to do, but most likely he'll be the worst president we've ever had in the country, or one of them. To make the to make a joke out of the country, and and for her to be personally responsible, she's yeah. she's the reason that happened. Her arrogance. Well, it, says a lot about, it says a lot about her as a candidate, to be honest. But wait, her arrogance and her the Democrats <clears throat> fucking Bernie Sanders, and it's all proven in those emails that they did fuck Bernie Sanders. Her arrogance, not stepping but, away and letting someone else run. She had to get her chance to be president, and that ended up fucking. Well, here's the thing. I mean, now, now that it's been almost a month, cooler has to prevail. I don't, you know, for a while, all were like, "Oh, the Democrats will never win again." But let's be honest. Let's look at the reality of it. Hillary lost Wisconsin by ten thousand votes. That you know how small that is. 
uh, just to give you an example of how small that is, she underperformed, underperformed Obama in Detroit by 100,000 votes. So if she were just got 10% of that, she would have won Wisconsin. She lost Michigan and, 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 and uh, Pennsylvania by very small margins. Well, I think Michigan was like 20,000 votes. She basically, so, she basically she lost by that. she basically lost by a Nickelback concert. Like if everyone who went to yeah, see Nickelback I mean, would have voted for Hillary, she would have won. Like once two voters in per precinct in these three states, we wouldn't even be having a discussion. She would have won the election. On top of that, she won the popular vote now by over two and a half million votes. I mean, she's actually pretty close to the lead Obama had over Romney in 2012 at this point in the popular vote. It's just that the demographic shifted more to the coast this time. So she did even better on the coast, but performed terribly in the Midwest. And as bad in the South as... No. But wait, if and she would have won, if she would have won Wisconsin, that still wouldn't have been enough votes for her to become president. She would have had to have won Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, which are supposed to all be. Oh, well, there you go. She lost all three, but they were all very small margins. Is what I'm saying. She no, I know. Underperformed but... severely in the Rust Belt states, and that that was the problem. But I agree with your point that it was her arrogance, the party's arrogance. It was the fact that she wasn't a good candidate. Um, it was the fact that they tried to suppress Bernie Sanders, and I think that people, a lot of people, just said, "You know what? I'm not going to bother to vote." And hopefully, it's a lesson for them, um, and I hope it's a lesson for people—people people who decided to stay home, who didn't think it was important—that this is what could happen if you don't exercise your right to vote. You could end up with a guy like Donald Trump. And if you're a Trump supporter out there, I'm not insulting you. I mean, I understand, you know, that people had the reasons for voting for voting for him, but. I mean, you also please understand that for some of us, it's a hard pill to swallow that this guy is our president. I mean, for somebody like me, it's hard to ever normalize that. It's hard for me to ever not feel like it's absurd that Donald Trump is the president of the United States. I mean, that is, that's tough for me. But I mean, you know, the Democrats did it to themselves. Um, it is what it is now. So, But for Hillary to know that she is the reason that Donald Trump's the president. How could she live with that? It, it's gonna the rest of her life. Well, she's not. She, she's not the singular reason. I mean, she had a campaign that failed her as well. I mean, she had a campaign team. You know, there's a lot of rumors that Obama and Bill Clinton were both saying you got to go to Michigan, you got to go to Wisconsin. She didn't even step foot in Wisconsin the entire campaign. She didn't step foot in a in a state where they were hemorrhaging manufacturing jobs, where there was a lot of working class white folks. Yeah, and you know, Trump. Trump was doing two, three. Try to get a message out to. Yeah, he was doing two or three rallies a day in some places. So Trump hit. Everything. I mean, like Trump or not, Trump knows how to connect. Even though he has nothing in common with them, even though um, his values are a one eighty of their values, even though he's manipulating them, he knows how to connect very well with these people. And you give him credit as a politician for being able to do that. It's like Vince McMahon connecting with us in wrestling. He has nothing to do with us, but he found a way to bring in the everyday man. And Trump does the same. You're right. He does the exact same thing. He he. A lot of it is based on fear, but he he goes into what people are afraid of, talks about it, gets them angry, and then they become Trump supporters. Yeah, that that's part of it. But that's that's not all of it, though. There's there's more to it than that. Trump, he's just you know. I mean, I, I could say this. Trump seems like he's a much more approachable person than Hillary Clinton. At least the appearance he gives off on the trail, right? Like. People look at Hillary as a, you know, left coast elitist um, who doesn't understand, you know, their plight, who's cozy with Wall Street. Um, and she never made a solid case of being a relatable person, of even being like a human being on the trail. Like, it was always just like, eh, I guess we'll vote for her because she's not Trump. But I mean, that yeah. was what it was. Which I is a bad like reason her. to vote for. It's a bad. No, no one was excited about Hillary. Like Bernie like had, Bernie had the Bernie had the same excitement that Trump had. Bernie was exciting. That, that was like people were really following Bernie, like they followed Trump. And with Hillary, like you said, it's just like, oh God, I guess I'll vote for Hillary. Yeah, I mean, what was surprising to me was I, when I saw the statistic that I think twenty percent or more of people who voted for Bernie in the primaries actually voted for Trump, and that goes to show you that um, that you know. The Democrats didn't have a rubber stamp on the voters that, that, that they thought they had. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's it, you know we just got to move on now. I mean, it's it's tough, but yeah, we'll see what happens.
I, I will say this last thing about this. Obama will, and, and I, I just want to end it with this. In my opinion, I think Obama will go down as one of the greatest presidents ever. And it doesn't matter. People are, when, when I say that, people go nuts. But just wait till the smoke clears. You'll see that Obama will go yeah, down. It's, you know, it's, it's perception. I mean, you know, we have to, here's the thing. You have, to be able, you have to understand the other side. And it's like, they're not, going to, they're not going to see it that way. Just because you're not going to see their reasoning for Reagan being the greatest president of the last hundred years. You're never going to agree. And you're, you, you can't assume these people are going to agree with you that Obama is the best president of the last hundred years or whatever you're trying to say. You know, they're just not going to. It's just, it, 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 it's based on your personal philosophy. If you're a progressive person or a liberal, yeah, Obama's done a good job. But if you if you have conservative values and, you know, you're more old school in your beliefs, then Obama wasn't a good president. I mean, so you have to understand that. You can't keep bashing that people's heads that Obama was the greatest president. But a lot of people are saying how horrible Obama was. I'm just saying I don't think he was. But but again, it's the people on the right who are saying that. Just if on the left said Bush was horrible or Reagan was horrible. Yeah. You know, because he didn't represent my values or your values or whoever else's values. Those guys didn't fulfill what you thought was necessary to push this country forward and make this country better. Whereas for them, Obama's not fulfilling it. You know, for them, you know, a uh, uh, public health care option or, you know, um, being a proponent of gay marriage, those things are not um, in line with their value system. So you have to respect the fact that, for them, Obama's not the greatest president. You know, and, we, and we, could, we could haul out metrics all we want. I mean, we can look at statistics about jobs. That's what, that's what I'm basing it on. I'm basing it on but, statistics. But I mean, but you could also, but let's go back, go back to Reagan and find some more statistics where, during Reagan's reign, you know, employment was high, um, wages were going up, um, home ownership was at, a, at an all-time high, um, home prices were skyrocketing. I mean, but for me, that's not enough because I didn't, there were a lot of things that Reagan did that I didn't like and that I felt like, you know, in a long-term hurt this country. But they could wave those stats in my face. You can't deny them. And you can do the same for Obama. But I'm just saying, don't expect people to just, Say yes. Like, don't think that when the smoke clears, Obama's going to be considered great by everybody because he's just not. Yeah, I guess no matter what, the left are going to support the left and the right's going to support the right no matter what. I mean, what. we have a very divided country, and that's just, that's just how it is right now. And it's going to be that way for the foreseeable future unless something radical happens, which, you know, I don't know what that is. Well, this is what happens, isn't it? I mean, Obama, everyone was so fed up with Bush, right? Everyone hated Bush, so then now Obama became president for eight years, and, and all these people apparently hated Obama. So they wanted a guy that thought like them, that made quick decisions. Yeah, but, it's not all, but, but here's the thing. If you look at the way the country is broken down, you know, you probably have on each side 40% of people who are going to vote one way or another either way that aren't going to switch. I mean, there's people who will always vote for the Democrat who are you know, liberal people, and then there's conservative people. And it's just those people in the middle who keep changing their minds. And it's like, that's who you have to target if you're a political party. You have to target those people and find a way to appeal to their needs. Because they're the ones who decide the election every single time. That's why you have these swing states that really have, you know, too much influence. That's why I don't believe in the electoral college. Yeah, you, did, you, need to, you need to just make it just the overall vote, and that's Because it. the reality is that somebody in Michigan's vote counts more than mine. That's just that's just how it is. It's just true. Oh, this is funny. Their, their needs count more than my needs because the politicians don't care about Chicago, about Illinois, because they know it's solid. Did you notice they don't that? Care about California? Did you notice that the Cubs celebration was kind of just like the Cubs ruined Halloween? Trump kind of ruined the Cubs celebration because everyone was so high on the Cubs. Because our city is, you know, definitely a uh, a liberal city. You know, as far as voting. It always goes to the Democrats, and it didn't. It, didn't you feel like the the Cubs, all that steam they had going, like it was like you you put a needle well, in the balloon to pop. As a Sox fan, the one good thing about the Trump win was that it finally shut everyone up about the Cubs. That it, was well, the only. I was talking to another friend. I'm like, man, the only good thing that came out of this was that <laughs> the Cubs win is completely deflated now, because I live near Wrigley Field. I mean, so you know, it was insane around here for a week and a half, and then Trump won it. 
So, so you so you agree, right? That that it completely like derailed the Cubs. Like, I mean, it was just it was such a shock that it took the air out of the excitement. I think it, it prematurely ended the party. Well, LeBron James just paid off his bet with Dwayne Wade, and he just sent out a picture of him wearing a full Cubs outfit. Like, I forgot that even the I, I literally forgot the Cubs won the World Series until I just saw that. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs won the World Series. This was probably the biggest sports moment in Chicago history, and I forgot that they won. <laughs> the Cubs had no time to celebrate. So that's the one thing that us asshole Sox fans, you're right. We, oh, here, here's breaking news. Donald, Tri- Donald Trump likely infuriated China with the first call to Taiwan's president by a U.S. leader since 1979. And what, what site is that on? Is that on AbeCannon.com? This or? is on Yahoo. Oh, okay. It, it's, I, I, just, I got the alert. It says Donald Trump likely infuriated China with the first call to Taiwan's president by a U.S. leader since 1979. Get used to a lot of firsts. Get used to uh, <laughs> a first probably on a daily basis with this guy. Well, Sam, let's get to some more uh, important issues before we wrap this up. When was the last time you were on your knees? Uh, this is a, uh, where's this going? No, like when was the last time you were actually on no knee pads, like actually on your knees on a hard floor? I was actually on my knees last week. Um, I was helping somebody move some stuff, and I was um, I was in like a crawl space, and I was on my knees, like moving boxes around. Do you notice Ra- that- Rachel's grandmother? I was helping her out. Do you notice that it's like unbearable being on your knees? No, I, I don't. I didn't notice that. Oh, okay, so I must have something wrong with my knees. Because <laughs> I, I had a plum- it's, not, it's, it's not comfortable, but it's not unbearable. Okay, so that I'm so then that's the problem. That I do have something wrong with my knees though. <laughs> because I every day at at work, our computer in the studio that I work in, I, the computer for some reason is underneath a desk. So I have to get on my knees every morning at work to just unplug the computer and plug it back in yeah. to restart it. And it's like, it feels like you took, like, a knife and stuck it in my kneecaps. Wow, yeah, that's not good. But then I saw, we had a plumber over the other day, and uh, he was on his knees for, like, the whole time he was fixing the toilet. Just right on his knees, right on, like, cement. Yeah. Your your toilet is in a cement room, or? No, but he was on. He was behind the toilet, yeah. like by the 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 sump sump pump or whatever it's called. And he was on his knees on the hard floor the whole time. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, are his knees? Do your knees get like, you know, padded for that type of thing? Is it like playing guitar? Like you get calluses on your knees? <laughs> yeah, I've never done any plumbing, so I don't. I don't know. So when you were on your knees, it felt good. I mean, no, I, I, it didn't feel good. I don't think it ever feels good being on your knees on a hard floor, but it wasn't unbearable either. Again, looking at, you only look at things in extreme. It wasn't unbearable. It didn't feel great. It just was like, yeah, I'm on my knees on a hard floor. But I was just wondering if, every, if everyone, I was just wondering if everyone had that issue with their knees. No, no, definitely not. That's definitely something to get checked out. If it felt like knives in your knees, that's, that should be checked out. What do you think about the mannequin challenge? Dude, it's, it's stupid. It's just like any other stupid. Don't you hate? I, I I hate. Oh, do you see the new one, the two finger challenge? No, what's that? It's a way for dumb girls to get naked on Instagram. You put two fingers and you cover up like your vagina, but it also so you take a picture of the mirror and the way it's set up, the two fingers end up covering up both parts, like your nipples. Also, yeah. if you position- but is this only like is this only like Kylie Jenner and. No, this is like a big thing going around. Like, but it's really? all it's yeah. all it's all the usual suspects. Like all the yeah. girls who they'll they'll post a picture like laying in a bikini and it'll have like a Harriet Tubman quote. Like women, <laughs> like strength, strength is from within, and <laughs> strong women will always survive or something stupid uh, like that. Amelia Earhart quotes, and it's them like just their ass. Yeah, it doesn't make That's any funny. sense. If you're listening to this, and you're one of those women. Please stop. Well, I'm sure men are doing it too. Well, the guys like oh. general pad quotes, <laughs> but you don't see it as much with guys. And, and you're right; there, there are a lot. There, there are. I have seen guys do the two finger challenge. 
yeah. where they're like flexing with the one arm and they have two fingers over their dick. But it doesn't even make sense because the whole point of it is that the two fingers are supposed to cover up both parts, like the way you position them. That is so ridiculous. But I don't even even ones that are for good causes, like that ice bucket challenge. I will never. And someone was telling me the other day, "Hey, let's do the mannequin challenge." I'm like, "Nope, I will never. I'll never do Movember." Which is where guys grow beard, where guys grow beards in November, oh. but it, it's always like, oh, it's November and I'm raising money for whatever, whatever charity, right? But you're not raising money by you, you growing a beard doesn't do anything. If you want to raise money, then donate money to the charity. Oh, ice bucket challenge! I'm trying to bring awareness to ALS. What are you an asshole? How much money do you donate? None. Oh, okay. So you poured a, a cup of water over your head? That's what you did for ALS? I, I'm sorry, this teaching your challenge, is this really a thing? I'm looking it up, and I don't see anybody doing it. You, you didn't see it? Like brand, brand new, I guess? Or? Yeah, it just came out. Okay. There is one more on doing it, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's definitely a cry for attention. And if you look it up, it's always narcissists who post those kind of pictures. Like if every day you're posting a picture of your bot, like your ass in the air or something, or you in a tub or something, there's something wrong with you. Like you, wh- why do you need people to see you always in these positions? I know there ha- there has to be something mentally wrong. I mean, normal people don't do that. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't wake up, take my shirt off, and take a picture. Oh no, you only do it because you're eating. <laughs> As Abraham Lincoln once said, strong yeah. men, strong men have the no, will man, of a lion. We must push forward. We must push the line forward. <laughs> Keep charging. <laughs> Don't hold any front without charging. Yeah. The guy just has, the guy just has a finger over his dick. That's like <laughs> <laughs> It's a picture of me with no shirt on and it says when you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. FDR. God. <laughs> Could you imagine if everyone, just to like make fun of the people who do that, if everyone did that, would they see how stupid they are? Would they need that to get to that point for them to realize how dumb they are? Like for people like me and base to do that, for them to understand how stupid it is? I know. Or like you, you imagine if you woke up like just <laughs> like boxer briefs, and then like a John Adams quote. I know, yeah. As Paul Revere said, yeah. <laughs> As Gandhi said, yeah. <laughs> but all right, we'll wrap it up on that. We'll holler next week. Hey. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.